All right. Uh, hey. Yeah, so I, I sent you guys over that messenger. Um, you know, friend slash fan of ours. Very, very happy with the show. That's great. That's nice. that's awesome. And actually, yesterday, um, my dad is, uh, he's, they think he has uh, like cardiovascular ischemic disease, which means that like he, he's just not getting enough blood to his brain. Uh, so he's 79, but he has like some of the cognitive impairment of um, somebody who's like maybe 10 years older. Um, he's had a double bypass and stuff like this. I was hanging out with him and like he normally he'll come see my stand up, which is, you know, very palatable i think for a general audience i'd be like ah, a lot of it went over my head but it was great and he just i just hung out with him for like hung out i mean i took him to like grocery shopping and stuff like that and did errands with him but uh for like six hours and he was like totally out of it but he was like you know i've been listening to the podcast and i really enjoy it and i was like you've been listening to it and he was like yeah actually i've been watching it on youtube and i was like what whoa <laughs> and he's like yeah you guys have such a good rapport and yeah it was, i was like i was just like blown away because uh i you know gave him plenty of opportunities to watch it and i was like it's just not gonna take right and he, mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. he's really into it and he said uh and it's nice because then i could see lady and she's Aww. she's good looking oh that's so, so sweet yeah it was more perverted old man vibes but it wasn't he didn't say anything but that was implied he was just like and lady's nice <laughs> have, we, look at, so. <laughs> have we talked on the podcast about how it was the first time i met your dad I don't know if it's much of a grand story, but there's just a quote from him that made me really giggle was that at the very end, he was like asking us about what else we were up to that day. Then he goes, so do we leave any time for necking? And I was like. (laughs) 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 Oh, wonderful, dad. (laughs) Necking. That is him on the term. He, the tamest side he could be. Uh, so, uh, what? I didn't say that. screwing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't say anal. What are you yelling at me for? <laughs> Did your dad have a uh, have a sailor's tongue? Normally, regularly, uh, he has just like become a, a just a you know a perverted old man and really <laughs> embraced it. Like <laughs> uh, like making when he was in in rehab and stuff. Like making all the staff laugh and also equally uncomfortable with <laughs> like try it be like oh like I when I went he was getting some PT and the the lady helping him went to the, the physical therapist went to go tie his shoes for him and he was like oh woman on her knees just where I like her and I was oh. like dad you cannot say stuff Ooh, like that. <laughs> Oh, no, he said, you know what he said? He said is, you know, the line I used to use was a uh, woman on my knees, just where I like her. And I was like, uh, what was the line for? For you to get like a drink thrown in your face? Like, you can't say that <laughs> stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, we're picking our battles. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, if you're cognitively impaired, this is the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to go over your head. <laughs> You know, there's like a um, there's like a a, a a mushy rice paste that's good for people with like digestive issues, and I like to think of this show as that for people in mental decline. You know, <laughs> like nothing too challenging, real goes down real easy, as they say. The stand-up comedy shows, ah, yeah, choke, 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 it's so fast. Right, everything's going over my head. <laughs> you guys talk at a third grade level. That's what I like. <laughs> Rob, great jacket. Uh, I'm so happy that that fit you and that you like it. 
I really do. I've been wearing it a bunch, and I've gotten lots of compliments on it. Like it seems like like I got that as a peacocking jacket, and yeah. I was like, this is gonna be my showy jacket. And then when it didn't fit, I was like, shit. There uh, was a I was uh, at a Chinese place um, uh, in Harlem, which then I think a few nights before, just to show you how I'm not gonna stop going to this Chinese place. A few nights before, I, a shooting happened just next door. Ooh, uh, what were they shooting? Humans. Um, <laughs> oh, is that? Uh, I'm not watching is that. that. The... Is that on NBC? <laughs> that's streaming somewhere. I was gonna say, is that a working title? Humans. <laughs> two humans. Two human beings got shot. Uh, um, two like, episodes. Uh, two, yeah, two, two broke. Two broke girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> they bled out, guys. <laughs> Ooh, that must be an industry term for when the gate's not closed. <laughs> oh, they ran out of funding. I hope they ah, renewed for a second season. They rushed mm-hmm. to the hospital. It's horrible. Oh, wait. Uh, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, so you're still going to this place despite there being a um, a murder uh, well, you know what? It wasn't a murder. The two, the, there were the two boys survived. And I say boys because they were very young, and I did not know that they were they were that young. They How were young? Thirteen and sixteen. Wow. And I swear, from a from a not so far distance, I thought that they were both uh, full grown adults. And, and that's think, why you shot them. That's why I shot them. <laughs> I ordered my Chinese. Felt really food. bad. I heard <laughs> three gunshots quickly. Pop, pop, pop. Wait, you were there? I was there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this did my you chinese... see <clears throat> so wow. i'm ordering chinese food uh i'm about about to like just finish up my oh give me a drink and i just hear and you know if you hear gunshots you don't like know that they're you're just like i think those are that sounded like gunshots <laughs> you know i'm like it's not how it sounds in movies but it was like a quick successive pop 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 just like that and i was like turn around I was like i think that was and as soon as i'm like processing i'm like I'm either a sure. shooting or somebody's making a very small amount of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and so it sounded close too, because it didn't sound. There was no echo. It just was like I, felt, I was like, man, that felt really close. And as as I'm like processing how close it felt, sound like the gunshots were, I see this uh, kid run like like a bat out of hell, dart across the window and door frame of this Chinese place, and I was like. Okay, I definitely think that kid just shot somebody. And so or I, he burned the popcorn. <laughs> real bad. I'm gonna kill me. Embarrassing. <laughs> Everybody in the building smells it. It's just. Uh... Or maybe he uses the. Sh- maybe the shooting happens at the same time every night, and when he heard it, he was like, "Oh no, I'm late for dinner." And he just. Started... <laughs> so, just a blur, and then I'm a little cautious, but I do poke my head out. I look right. He's already turned the corner. I look left, and there's a fried chicken place next door, and I see that there is a guy who got shot in the face, and he's on the floor, and he's bleeding out on the in the tiles uh, Ooh, in bully. the ch- fried chicken place. His friend, and he's like, "Nice jacket, nice jacket." <laughs> 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 Oh, so I, I let that jacket him. is to die for. <laughs> <laughs> they both they both made it, folks. Mm. Oh, good. 
Um, I like to imagine that you you did the follow up, not just because you were there, but you were like, if they die, I'm not gonna go back to that Chinese place. But if they live, I think I'll still go back. <laughs> no harm, no foul. <laughs> uh, so he he, it was all it, it was one of those scenarios where like, you know, things were pretty happening pretty pretty quickly in my brain, and I I was like. Uh, should I go in there? Because there was a couple of people surrounding him. One of these kids was like freaking out because I was like his friend. He's like, oh my God, he's jumping him down. He's crying. He's screaming. And I'm like, nobody's like doing the right thing in helping in this scenario. And I was like, I should, I was like, but the guy looked like he got shot in the face. Like I just, it looked like this was a dead body that people are sort of like crying over. And I'm just like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a strong part of me that's like, well, should, you know, you're not going to be, I don't know how helpful you're going to be, but you should go in there and do something if no one's doing the right thing. Uh, but then it was also just like a wall of people that I didn't know. And I wasn't sure if the danger had subsided yet. Cause I'm talking, this is within 30 seconds of the gunshot. So I don't know if everybody even in the vicinity or friendlies or not, you know? So I'm just like, uh, so I turned back around. I looked back to where the, the kid ran to. And then as I walked down, uh, uh, I went back into the Chinese place for a moment and I came back. Then someone had identified themselves as a physician and had gone into the fried chicken place. And I said, okay, well, that's good news. And then I walked to the corner and there was another kid who was collapsed at the corner. And I was like, what the fuck was this? So I thought, I was like, I'm pretty sure I heard those three shots right in a row. And I said, oh, maybe they both got shot. This guy got shot in the head. This other guy got shot in the gut. And then he wound up I guess, making his way to the corner before he eventually collapsed and he was being tended to as well. And it was one of those scenarios. And I still, for days and days after, I was kind of like just reprocessing the, 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 the order of actions that I took where it was like, I wanted to be of most help, but you know, I was like, I was like did I do everything that could have been done? You know, the ambulance came very quickly. They Everyone turned out fine. But I was just like almost giving myself a grade, critiquing myself, being like, did you do all that could have been done in this scenario? I'll give myself points off on not like rushing in at first glance of the fried chicken place. Because someone even said, oh, he's dead. That was, someone was like, like quickly assessed like that kid he's gone and i was like is that true i mean maybe that is true instead of kind of investigating myself but anyway there was a lot Which of small is, that's factors. a crazy statement to make unless the person's like full-on decapitated i yeah, mean you can no, you can true. survive so many you can survive a gunshot to the temple you mm -hmm. can survive uh a surprising amount right. uh, depending on the caliber of bullets so uh, unless somebody's like incinerated, it's it's crazy to not be like, hey, that guy needs help. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. once you survive a shot to the temple, you'll really like, is this anything right now? <laughs> <laughs> this will be part of your rehab. <laughs> so drink down that applesauce and turn on an episode. <laughs> ITA. Uh, anyway, they both we are made dominating it. with people in comas. <laughs> <laughs> they can't turn away. <laughs> well, ignore this blatant disregard for human life, everybody. <laughs> they lived. And they lived. join our Patreon. <laughs> join our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ITA pod. The high writing challenge. Um, so I went back uh, a few days after. I did not mean to tell that story uh, in its entirety, but and then I went back a few days later 
to get more Chinese food. And um, there was a guy in there with really nice shoes. He was really cool sneakers. And I was going to compliment them, but I was like, ah, he's just a, he's just a dude. I'm not going to just be like... Hey, out of nowhere. But then he went out of nowhere and complimented my jacket. And I said, I was wow. going to say the same thing about your sneakers. So we had a moment there. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's awesome. In my well, mind, they were the same pattern. His shoes <laughs> and your jacket. Well, thematically to tie in, the story with that jacket is that I bought it on Wish uh, after looking at several different uh, places where I could purchase it. Um, and I was like, okay, well, it does have a return policy, but I didn't realize that you would have to send it back to China where it will come from, uh, if it is the wrong size. And I really looked up the sizes were, was just wrong. I've looked up the measurements. I measured myself. Um, I measured another jacket that I had and, uh, yeah, but, uh, I would have had to pay the price of the jacket to send it back. So I was like, I'm just going to wait till a big friend comes. You should never buy things off of wish. This is Agreed. the one thing that I know. Why? Agreed. What is wish? But it's also kind of fun because it's like, it's like what when you go to Dollar get? Tree. Exactly. It's like gambling. You're like, yeah, it only costs $5 for a thing that should cost $100. And it might be garbage. But if it isn't, <laughs> that's so much more fun than just buying a thing for $100 and knowing yeah. it'll work. Well, I disagree with that. I kind of want <laughs> the things that I buy to be the things that I buy. You know, uh, Rob, I could use a little more volume on you, I think. Not on that jacket, though. How about now? Loud. <laughs> yeah. I want you to turn that jacket up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I sound louder now? You do sound louder now. Uh, the last couple of episodes, you've been real low and I've been real hot. And so I'm just like, I can't be the loudest person on the show. You know, I already get I already get roasted enough for being Mr. Interrupty, Mr. Guy who never shuts up. I got to be the loudest, too. <laughs> <laughs> what a bully and i can even like i'll be listening to an episode and i'll i'll have my hand on my on my little volume thing on my headphones mm -hmm. and you know we we record these episodes in advance so it's not like we just recorded them and then we listen to them again but i can kind of sense when i'm gonna say something because i'll I'll hear like a little break in the story and I'm like, this feels like Jared's bed. I'm going to turn my volume down real quick before, before uh, I funny. yell in my own ear, whatever business this is going to be. That's really funny. Are you not using the um, the compressor in the... Yeah, I'm doing all the things. I'm doing oh, all wow. the things. Yeah. Maybe do a second sweep on the compressor. It may, oh. it may take you down a bit. All right. It's all funny because right. uh, Steve has been posting uh, the clips from our stint together on the road, Jared and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, so these are the Q&A. It's Steve Hofstetter's show's Q&A afterwards. Um, we ask the audience, and the audience can ask any questions they want, and we answer them. Uh, Steve answers a lot of them. Sometimes Jared will answer some, I'll answer some. And we all kind of just improv and chime in and stuff. And it's fun to re-watch them because I like, because it's on stage, like here, when I have an idea and I want to interject, I can sort of like mentally process it and then I'll jump in whenever I jump in. But because it's stage, you all ha you have to be a little bit bigger. So if you want to interject, you have to kind of like cue the other people on stage that you're about to say something, you know, like, hey, Steve, I'm about to cut you off, but it it'll be worth it, I think, you know. And so I can see more clearly exactly when I have an idea, exactly the moment when I'm trying to interject the idea, when it kind of like gets 
stamped it down and like, oh shit, I can't get it in there. And it's just funny to watch myself be like, ah, I see. I know you're trying so hard to get this thing in. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's a really fun uh, thing to, to do. Um, I love the Q&A. Yeah, Q&A is uh, dope. Like, uh, it, it, one, it, it like, it's just like, okay, well, um, I'm going to have some, I can do my material and then still I'm going to have some kind of improv aspect of it. It's, it's great for generating clips. And also it's really nice when you were the opener and you are selling merch afterwards that people get a reminder that you're funny at the end of the show after seeing, you know, the headliner for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just like a fun camaraderie to it and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Facts on facts. I'm a big fan. We were there for the first one of the joining Steve on stage for the Q&A's. Yeah, it was actually my suggestion. So it was because we did such a good job that this is still a thing. Uh, you know, yeah. this story has been told before, and I interject with this story uh, where I was the first person uh, to go with Steve right. on stage. Right, 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 right. Whether it was now. implemented officially, we were very, very early for a show. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We were on time for the show, but there was tickets for like, oh, the show starts at seven. The show starts at eight. So half the crowd was already there. So we show up ready to load in and half the crowd's like, Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? So we set up as quickly as we could. We're like, what do we do? The, the rest of the crowd's not going to be here for another 45 minutes. And it was like, let's just go out there. We'll do a, we'll do a long Q&A. You and I, both of us, we'll, just, or, um, we'll all go up there. And then we just did that and it was fun. Mm-hmm. yeah and then he didn't do it for years so <laughs> so <laughs> something happened there but then yeah. another thing happened and then it, and then it really took off <laughs> it's fine that we repeat stories on this show because our tar- our demographic forgets everything we say the second that we say it <laughs> uh, now here's some old episodes of mash everybody <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me I voted for McGovern <laughs> We're still on the road. Woo! Yeah. We're Who in a hotel. Yeah. All right. Mm. <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh, nice. Home of alligators. Mm-hmm. There's a lake right up, right in back of our hotel. And yesterday we had the day off. So I was just sort of like bombing around the hotel, checking out the vibes, seeing what was going on. I go into the back. I see that they have cornhole. And I text everybody, guys, I got cornhole. No one responds. No one gives a shit. <laughs> but I look over at this lake and there's a sign that says, careful, alligators. Can I, and I was like, oh, shit, are there alligators? And so I started like scanning the coastline, both at the same time acknowledging that alligators are very good at concealing themselves in water. Like that's their whole fucking thing. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to find them. You know? Well, Jared, if you had texted alligators to the group chat, I would have come, but you texted cornhole. So yeah, cornhole, which is fun. <laughs> He's like, can I die? No, not interested. <laughs> yeah. I'm already tr- trying to Google and find that Chinese restaurant to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the amount of time in my life that passed before I knew that cornhole was a game, uh, as well as a term for a butthole, a butthole. Yeah. Uh, that it might as well you might as well be saying, guys, I found butthole to me. Like that is so ingrained in my brain. When somebody says cornhole, we were playing cornhole. It just I'm like just like what? <laughs> yeah, we're playing that game where you try to stick your finger in your friend's butt. Cornhole, you know. That's why nobody responded. <laughs> There's also I alligators. I came back in the room and I said, 
I came back in the room and I told Rivers, I was like, there's cornhole in the back. And Rivers like, there's cornhole in my back, too. <laughs> is that true? That sounds like something. That is say. true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Was it a lake or a swamp? Uh, uh, it's like part? a lake. It's like a man-made lake. It looks very manicured, you know. Mm. So I'm scanning the thing for for gators and I'm like, oh, I'm going to find one. But as I don't find one, number one, number two, I do see a lot of birds that are just like landing on the water and hanging out and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think there's gators in here because there are alive birds. No, that's I, I would say that's uh, not a, a, a testament because I've seen so many videos of uh, gators where it's just like there's a there's a hippo and there's a gator and there's everybody's just chilling. And then there's just an attack mm-hmm. and the bir- and then the birds all run away. But they are just like chilling next to the alligator until mm-hmm. it attacks. Well, Brett, I wish you'd have told me the story yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) I didn't see any alligators, so I stuck my hand in the water and I started splashing, you know, just to kind of see. I hear they like that. Just kind of left it there like this. It's the equivalent of like of like going at a cat. (laughs) Here, gator, gator, gator. Yeah, I don't know if there's actually gators in there, if they're just trying to dissuade rowdy teens from from bathing in the gross swamp water in the back of our hotel. Uh, could be either That's one. True. Yeah. But I did not see any gators. You guys ready yeah. to do some bits? Yeah. You ready to do some bits of business? Bits. Uh, bits of business? We... <clears throat> yeah. No, bits of bits. I want bits. I want jokes. Bits of bits. Okay. Our order today is Jarrett Rob Brett. All right. Okay. Jarrett Rob Brett. Jarrett Rob Brett. Okay. This one is a little like... I think it's it's potentially like a little offensive. All right. Ah, wow. So bear with me because okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if this joke works in a way that's not offensive. Ah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Check mm-hmm. this out, guys, everybody. All right. Uh, I find the whole debate about what things you are and aren't allowed to say pretty tiresome. Like. You know, if somebody says like something is offensive, then I'm just like, okay, well, I just won't say it. I don't need to get into a screaming match about, oh, but I'm allowed to say whatever I want, blah, blah, blah. I think a good compromise as we move towards being able to say all the words is if you just change the meaning. Like, I would never say the word slut. I don't like that word. I definitely would never use it as a as a gendered insult that demeans women's sexuality. But maybe you could use the word slut for something else like you know, you don't call a woman who's had a lot of sex a slut, but maybe if you're eating a really good sandwich, you call the sandwich a slut for tasting so good. <laughs> like I'll say to my friends, do you want to bite of this delicious little slut? It's a BLT. This BLT tastes so good because it's a fucking slut about getting eaten. It loves it. That's why it has such crispy bacon, fucking slut. <laughs> or if I get a really good parking spot, I'll be like, yeah, slut, you like that? You like how I put my car in you? <laughs> This joke is very hot. <laughs> hot, like, like, ooh, like, ooh. No, no, no. Like, I'm turned on. Like, what? This is hot. <laughs> Keep talking dirty like this. this That's great. all I got, everybody. Uh, I like the first example mm-hmm. more because it's not. I think is is the premise that you want to take the power, the the negative energy out of the word by making it into a positive word. Um, not that you want to take it into a positive word, but. If we just don't use the offensive words in their offensive way, maybe we can 
take the power away from them, as you say. You know, it's mm -hmm. an argument that's been made before, like take the power away from these words. But that's essentially the vibe I'm going for. I agree with Brett that there's two different things going on with those two examples. The mm -hmm. first one is just the sandwich is so good at getting eaten because it's so desire, uh, desirable. It's just kind of like a compliment, it seems like. Like, way to go, sandwich. Mm -hmm. Like, you're the best sandwich ever. And then the second one, though funny, is just a very different thing. That's like straight up dirty talk where you are talking dirty to the parking spot for being for being parked by you or being fucked by you. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it's just like, yeah, you, you slut. You like kept my car parked inside you. Mm. So that is so reminiscent of how that word already gets used in a mm -hmm. intimate sense by some people that, uh, yeah, I don't think it registers the same for me as the first and, one does. And I think the second one hits more offensive it, mm -hmm. it, between the two. I, I also think that just in terms of the, if, if I'm believing that you're trying to take the words, the, the, pa the power away from these words, then that wouldn't be effective. That would only reinforce it. Um, mm -hmm. But if you are mm -hmm. to change the meaning like you did in the first example, to, to like literally change the meaning of the word so that yeah. it, now it's like, well, I don't right. know if you mean slutty good or slutty bad. Like yeah. that actually would take the power out of the word. So if you were to be like, well, this sandwich is so slut, it is like, oh my God, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then or, then all of a sudden you are actually changing the word and, and taking mm -hmm. away its, its negative energy. Yeah, if like if your fiance came home and she like got the job that she was trying to get you'd be like you slut you <laughs> how did you you nailed it <laughs> you went in you like got things. that job like a dirty little slut that is super funny i love that <laughs> but i think that it's it's easier to just use the word slut when you mean good or use the word slut when you mean you know uh delicious or something like that but what i'm trying to do is incorporate not the negative connotations of the word slut but a little bit of the mechanism of the word slut does that make right. sense yes and so you know when i'm talking about the sandwich and it is it tastes so good because it's a, a slut about getting eaten it loves it that's why it has such crispy bacon the fucking slut yeah like that feels to me like we're we're still using the 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 mechanism of the word slut mm -hmm. even though we're changing the, the 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 definition of it you know what i mean and yes. so i guess in my brain i'm also like i don't understand why the sandwich one is 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 less offensive than the parking spot one because i feel like i'm doing the same thing for both well slutty is a loaded word so, so mm -hmm. like you could be slutty in the way that you like for me the i think the sexiest version of slutty is that it just means that a woman loves sex like she is mm -hmm. right she is she's into sex um yeah, yeah. and so i but then there's also like uh, I think the, what was the parking one again? I mean, maybe it's, it's implying that she's loose. Well, what way. is Rob Ryan doing here? All right. So we're going to do a little, a little diagram. Oh. <laughs> so what are the different meanings of slut? I thought, I honestly thought Leedy took over and was about to draw what we're talking about. <laughs> in time, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> oh my God. I am really digging watching the typing happen and you misspelling the word sex. Thanks. <laughs> Love sergs <laughs> has lots of sergs. Good at sex. Um, is good at sex. Maybe a negative one would be uh, <laughs> that she you're you're not faithful. Ah, yeah, multiple partners. Mm -hmm. So that's a negative one, right? Um, not faithful. Well, multiple partners could be. 
but 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 this is this is what I mean. Like depending like, on whether it's ethical or not. Exactly. So let's think of all of the things that surround the word slut, and let's choose which ones we'd want to focus on. Because what I like about the sandwich one, and what mm-hmm. I like about the job one, because I could also say, man, you can get any job you want. You're such a slut. <laughs> you're such a you're such a professional whore. Right. <laughs> you're just you know like it's such like a fun thing because you're like yeah if you're a slut part of being a slut is being able to have sex with many many people and and being desired by many people mm-hmm. uh so you if could you, very yeah. well sorry take take one of the meanings of the word which is just that you do something a lot and just be like oh you went on 15 job interviews you slut do something a lot and then when we when we are changing the things instead of saying loves sex you're like loves getting eaten Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, loves and- loves getting parked in by me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah I, I, you know, this is like there. I feel like there's a um, sometimes in grammar there was like a certain level of complexity where I would get lost, and this is one of the reasons why I had trouble learning four languages is because the the specificity of like verb tenses and things where it's like. This is the word that you use for a group activity that happened in the past, but you're talking about it now. <laughs> this is the verb tense that you use for a group activity that happened in the past, and you're going to be talking about it in the future. <laughs> and so, and I feel like that's where I'm getting lost here, where I'm like, yeah, I just don't understand why the parking slot spot one is worse than the sandwich one. What is know? the parking slot? So, and I just want to parking call Kirsten slut. a slut. Parking I don't slut. understand. <laughs> I found a great parking slot. <laughs> what is the parking spot one? Uh, yeah, slut. You like that? You like how I put my car in you? It sounds demeaning because there's nothing positive about what the parking spot's doing. But with the sandwich one, you were complimenting mm-hmm. how it had bacon and how crispy it had all bacon, crispy, you know, Man. all these excellent. It was so desired, but I didn't mm-hmm. get the desirable spot. Maybe if it was like, oh my God, you're right out in front of the building. You could, mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. look at that. 8, 8 p.m. to 9 a.m., no fee. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, what up? In my brain, it's like you're driving down the street, you're looking for a parking spot. You've literally just started because there's like the restaurant that you're going to is right on right on the right or something. And you're like, okay, there's a restaurant. We got to start looking for a parking spot. And then as you say that, a car gets out of a parking spot, like directly in front of you, and it's yours. Like, that spot is yours. I'm just imagining being in that situation, just being like, oh, you sluts. Oh, look at you opening up for daddy. Just as just as I pulled up. Oh, you're so dirty. Little parking spot. Ugh. It's like, so, so is that. that offensive the way that the first version was offensive? Or is that more of the good side of it? Like, I, I, I'm having such a hard time delineating here i don't find either of them offensive personally mm-hmm. but but you think that maybe like that that one is a little bit more yeah on if, the cusp. If we're trying to like if we're just trying to get to the meaning of things you know mm-hmm. uh uh different things are offensive to different people i think slut has already had a nice transformation over the years mm-hmm. of of it being empowering um just for women owning their sexuality you know as much as they can and should and do so like yeah, I don't know. I think some of that heavy lifting has already been done for you, uh, mm-hmm. culturally. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, culture. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Let's I do mean, the N-word you, now. Can you <laughs> can you dirty talk? I mean, it, it seems to me like the joke that you want is just 
you dirty talking things that aren't people. Uh, like that's a, just a, a justification to get there. That's an element of it, obviously, of course. Mm -hmm. Can you dirty talk it and then also reinforce the positive, the sex positive, you know, aspects to, uh, you know, uh, sexual liberation? Uh, can you say, you know, you're such a dirty slut, uh, you know, look at you wide open for me, which is great. And you should own that, yeah. and, you know, and, and okay. why wouldn't you be open? Get it. For Get any, that car absolutely. parking spot. Mm. You are a bad bitch of a parking spot, you know? After <laughs> I leave, so funny. Have, a, I love, have a truck park there. I don't give a shit. I love incorporating that. You earned That's it. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then you diffuse any, you know, problem that you might have. And it's just mm -hmm. a fun angle to do. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. That's all I got today, boys. Thank you for the, thank you for the help. Absolutely. Absolutely. That. Great, great joke. Yeah. Thank I've, you. Rob, by the way, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, idea web. Oh, good. oh yeah. That was <laughs> I think we should do that if we're ever stuck on a joke. I think we should do that more often. Hell oh, yeah! Great. It helps. It helps our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get your glasses because it's time for the whiteboard. <laughs> Wheel yourself closer to the screen so you can read along. Who had B seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All I think right. I'm next, next up, correct? we got Rob Ryan. Yay. Next up, we got Rob Ryan. Uh, uh, put my uh, phone right here. Um, I go to Walmart sometimes, and they have a clothing section in Walmart. Um, and then uh, not just the clothes, but they also have ads uh, for the clothes that they're selling. And I look at the... Um, the clothes ads at Walmart, and I look at the people in the ad, and I think, wow, those are the most attractive people who will ever wear these clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm aware, I'm aware that models are usually attractive, but the gap between model and buyer is greater than even the one at the gap. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, uh, that's it. That's what I got. Excellent. I like it a lot. Um, it's the gap is so large. It's equivalent to the economic disparity that the monopoly of Walmart enforces. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, so far, my only criticism is that um, I think you hit the gap part of it a little too hard, because as soon as you said the gap, I was like, about I know yeah, I was already. Yeah, uh, I see. I was like, uh, no, where this is going. I had the first idea more like in my head and thought through. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. I like that uh, the other day. And then yesterday I was like, oh, I should shape this up a little bit uh, if I'm going to mm -hmm. bring it to the boys. And as I was saying it, the gap like tag thing came to mind. I was like, oh, I just said, because I was trying to think of like uh, qualifying it. Because I said, well, models are generally attractive. So that's, that's kind of a weird thing to point out. Like, yeah, usually... That's going to be the case. But I was like, but it's more the disparity. And I said, it's more the gap. I said, oh, the gap. The gap's also a clothing store. And I was like, I could do that too. Mm -hmm. uh, blah, 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 blah. I was going to say, do you think it would be funny to, to do that thing where you pretend like you get the idea halfway through your joke? Or you're like, you know, ah, it just right. feels like the gap between the model and the person who's wearing it is, is large, you know? Whereas <laughs> sort of like the gap, 
You, the, the difference is small. Maybe that's why they called it the gap. Because it's just like, it's a small, <laughs> a gap. small gap. You they should have called the clothing at Walmart like the gulf. You know? <laughs> You'll never be these guys. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. just a fact. <laughs> but in the gap, it's like, you could step you over this. Do. You know, like you're so close. <laughs> it's literally the difference between where you stand to mm-hmm. get on the subway mm-hmm. and the subway like just that <laughs> just little, little just, just mind, mind it. the gap just mind you know it. just <laughs> yeah. like look out uh that's very funny i like that fun fact about this joke is i thought of the idea looking at a, a gap store actually because i was walking by the gap and i was looking at the models who were modeling the gap clothes and they were like what seems like the epitome of like 19 year old you know angular face look and they're kind of doing all that stuff but they're wearing this like very bland fall fashion that the gap offers up and it did make me chuckle a little bit because like living in new york i'm like if i ever saw someone who looked like that they would not be wearing this like pretty bland head to toe like covering and that's kind of funny and that's where the thought originated but i was like Mm -hmm. oh well if i if i if i think about the uh, ads at walmart like that i could go even further with that Mm-hmm. Right. Idea. In my mind, you like, you're looking. They, oh, sorry. Go ahead, bro. I was just saying, you were like, they'd be wearing this jacket. Shut up! Oh, no, no, no. That's exactly the thing I was gonna say. <laughs> Should have let me go ahead, motherfucker. <laughs> Mine was a little more elegant. I'm imagining oh. you out, outside the store wearing the jacket, and your reflection wearing the jacket lines up with the model's head. So you're like, now you see. Is what you should be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of angling your head. Yeah, now you look yeah, better. Go. Now you look good. Um, also, I liked Rob that you are the only person who will do a behind the music of a joke that they just presented. <laughs> I know oh, there are a lot of fans of this joke out here. So, little trivia for you, diehard. <laughs> Fun fact about this unfinished bit you just heard seconds ago. I really want to cut to a confessional interview style where you like a little music playing yeah. in the background. No, I'm in black and white. I'm playing acoustic guitar. I'm just like <laughs> this uh, next little ditty. So uh, the year I wrote, was. I wrote tuning. this joke when uh... <laughs> it was early Wednesday. Here's an idea for your joke, Ralph. Okay. What are some other products that you could put a gorgeous person in that you're like, this is not where a gorgeous person belongs, like a like a banged up 1982 Nissan, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking about like, you know, uh, a a very like skinny model, like like doing a photo shoot with like a burger or something. Yeah. And you're just like, "Eh, that's that. That's how that works. Like a a model, like but for like a, a an advertisement for like the military. <laughs> or like one of those IT jobs that's like you could be making eighteen dollars an hour in tech, and it's just the most gorgeous person at a computer. Uh, oh, this is good. Yeah. So like like I saw a commercial for a Denny's, and like a full complete family walked in together. <laughs> I was like. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. Excellent. <laughs> to go back to the military thing, it would be uh, uh, I'm an army of one, CK1. <laughs> <laughs> this one might be a little bit out there, but if you see a very attractive person on an ad for like a gross hotel chain, 
like a like a Motel Six or something, and you look at that and you're just like, that's not what happens to beautiful people. If a beautiful person doesn't have a place to stay, then a rich person just offers to give them a place to stay. <laughs> like <laughs> this, you would never go to a hotel like this because you just walk down the street and someone would be like, "Do you want to come to my house?" <laughs> yeah, it's probably funny to be a model and then get the Walmart shoot shoot, and you're just like, "Oh, I, <laughs> I put this. I don't even know what is this on right." <laughs> I'm now trying to think of the opposite, where having some kind of ritzy product advertised by somebody who looks like they would never be able to afford or would never uh, be in a, a thing like that. Uh, like here's, you go ahead. So I, I think you see, see that a lot with, with um, like really expensive brand name things. You just see some like schlubby dude in a track suit with know, really high end sneakers. So yeah. that definitely does happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I guess the joke doesn't work because it just, it does happen. Like you think that because they're advertising it as this like high end product, poorer people still want to be like, I want that. And then they do get it. So it doesn't, right. really, it doesn't really track as much. As a matter of fact, it's kind of funny because that's always the, the, the bummer. You know, you see like an ad for like, uh, a resort vacation or a, or a cruise and it's just like oh man I'm just swimming in sexy young people and then they're all old and fat and you're like I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> this is it this is the resort I'm like, yeah this is it <laughs> all right now I'm thinking about how you could all right there's no preface for this I'm just thinking like using people who look like they're MAGA in ads for things that don't fit, like like an ad for the library. And you just see someone in a MAGA hat and you're like, you don't go to the library. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was completely separate, but the models can't work too much. Otherwise, I think the effectiveness of the ads would wear off a little bit. I'd be like, weren't you just a doctor? <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think so. I swear <laughs> to God, I just saw you. So they got to spread it out. <laughs> you just get jealous of this guy. Every time you see him, you're like, okay, you're a doctor. You mountain climb. Are you fucking, you run marathons? <laughs> Fuck this guy. Oh, and you eat at McDonald's? Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Anything else for Rob Ryan, everybody? No, that was wonderful. No, fun joke. Great stuff. Great bits. All right. Next up, we got Brett Drek. But before we do that, just want to remind everybody to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. Support the show for as little as a dollar a month for as much as the sky's the limit. A lot of cool extra episodes, a lot of cool bonus content. You can get on there or you can just give us money just for being cool. Just because you're just sitting in the hospital and you got nothing better to spend your money on. <laughs> Hey, maybe you're already a patron subscriber. You don't even remember. Go find out. <laughs> Try to sign up. <laughs> Use a different credit card this time. Don't care. Just click that morphine drip and we'll see you in the next episode. Okay, I don't have any fully formed ideas here. So I'm going to do my best here. I was talking to somebody about all the people who were like COVID hoaxers. They're like, COVID isn't real. It's just like the flu. And I was like, it seems like those people have, they're, they're gone now because so many of the people who, who were like, so like, ah, it's all just a government conspiracy. 
uh, and it's just to, to get us indoors and put in control. All those people now know somebody who died because the more you were that, the more it spread and the more it affected people you know personally. And my buddy was like, well, there's a few left. And I was like, yeah, I guess there are some still some people. And then it made me laugh to think of like some guy who's like, COVID's, COVID's not real. My grandma was a crisis actor. <laughs> it's a long roundabout explanation uh, yeah. just to get to this funny idea. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the idea of having somebody die. So yeah. I guess really it's, it's like holding on to your ideals is really hard. Like COVID yeah. hoaxers. If you're still a COVID hoaxer, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Because right. you got to be like, grandma was the crisis actor. Yeah, that that th- I think that is a a clean like there is a cleaner version of that joke. You even kind of stumbled upon it almost right there. If a guy is in the hospital on a ventilator with COVID, and because this is actually, I, I feel like I remember reading this that people were like dying of COVID and being like, "No, seriously, what is it?" And the doctors <laughs> would be like, "No, you have COVID," and he's like, "No, COVID's a hoax. Tell me what I really have." And they're like, "I, I don't know what to tell you, man. You have COVID. You know." Like, what if their reaction to, like, being somebody who's dying of COVID just be like, you know, well, I guess I'm the one in a million or something or list my list, list my cause of death as pneumonia. (laughs) (laughs) You might be running into the the Radu Bandar problem here that he expressed where he's like he can't outdo the crazy, you know, Mm. so anything you say is like. There might be some anecdotal evidence out there that someone has said that and feels that way and, and that person exists. I, to Jared's point, I mean, if, if what Jared said really happened to at least one, even one person, that's fucking crazy enough to be like, like I don't know if I could make the joke mm-hmm. <laughs> funnier than sitting there in the hospital and be like, no, no but seriously, between you and me. Right, right, right. Like, the government ain't listening. You can just tell me. <laughs> that's true. I actually don't really want to write COVID jokes, to be honest with you. So, you know what? Let me try a different one. Is right. someone off camera with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I have a lot in common with the top 1% of billionaires, you know. But one thing I, I do, like if people who are hoarding wealth, I do think I have one thing in common with them. Because every once in a while, there will be a national change shortage. And I will see at a cash register them say, hey, we need exact change because there is a national change shortage. And I will think about the five jars of <laughs> coins that I have in my huge jars and be like, I really got to get these back into circulation. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. I love you feeling guilty over that. Is that the, the is that the whole idea? That. That's it. Uh, what that's if really you what you're saying is that. Not that that what you have in common with them is that you have hoarded like a a resource that is necessary, but what you have in common with them is that once you realize you have a desired commodity, you start turning evil, (laughs) you know, that's very funny. And I start thinking about the coins that I have at home and I'm like, well, 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 (laughs) that's like it's a buyer's market (laughs) for some Oh, you need some nickels? Six cents each. <laughs> what are you going to do, Mr. Bond? <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> what if I told you I could, uh, I knew a guy who had like 80 nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this bagel doesn't cost so much anymore. <laughs> what's, uh, the, what's the dime price? <laughs> you pay with dimes. 
Somebody has an oversized plastic Coca-Cola bottle filled with the stuff. I don't know if that is universal or not. I've seen... (laughs) (laughs) You know the oversized Coca-Cola plastic bottles that are also change collectors? I'm aware of it. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was able to put my brain there. Mm -hmm. You guys want to hear a super embarrassing story that is only tangentially related? Mm, Yes. During Brett's turn? Yeah. When I was... (laughs) When I was a, a senior in high school, I thought I had like a little thing going with this girl and all of a sudden she just it just like turned off. Like she, all of a sudden she was not interested anymore. And it drove me completely insane where for months I kept on trying to like re like, hey, hey you want to flirt with me? And she'd be like, oh, cool. And then just like off to the side. Finally, one day I built up the confidence to be like, hey, can we get lunch? Because it's actually something I really want to talk to you about. And she's like, yeah, sure. We we go to Subway at the time, I had this like this massive amount of change in my car's cup holder. And so I was like, all right, cool. Let's go get some sandwiches. Then we can chat. I grab a whole bunch of change thinking like this will be enough for a sandwich. I get to the front of the line. I put my change down. It's nowhere close to what I I don't have any other money on me. And so I got to go to this girl that I'm trying to be like, hey, what's going on between us? And be like, can you buy my sandwich for me? Because I did not. <laughs> <laughs> shockingly that conversation did not do- go great <laughs> well, what was the was... real reason i mean she gave me a very nice brush off that was like you know i think that i was looking for something at the time that i'm not looking for anymore and you know blah blah, blah. but i was just like so fully embarrassed and depressed at like the situation that i put myself in what I wanted was to walk away from that and be like, hey, cool, you know, no big deal, or, you know, or like try to ignite the spark. But instead, she was like talking to a bridge <laughs> troll who was just like oh. sitting there like, like, OK, I guess if that's what you want, <laughs> just leave me here with my sandwich and my coins. <laughs> I love I love that you said what I wanted, like as if that wasn't obvious. Like what I what I wanted was a sandwich and a girlfriend. <laughs> what I got was neither. <laughs> what I got was I got turned into a puddle of mud. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, thank you for allowing us this tangent, Fred. Oh, no problem. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I really do enjoy the sh- change shortage uh, collection thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, turning evil does sound super funny. And I think because it's also not something that billionaires, they don't feel bad about hoarding resources, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You might have to make a decision. I on do. I do like I do like the like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like imagining that that's what billionaires are doing. (laughs) Like they're just like, they see like riots in the street and they're like, Ooh, I really got to get this back into the system. (laughs) I should probably get some of my money out of the Cayman and put it back into the, start trickling down. It's um, almost like it's almost like these rich people are like, we'll let the trickle down happen eventually, but I'm just going to soon. It'll it'll trickle down soon. I promise. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. they're just like, you know, there's like a homeless person on the street and they're like, oh, I have money. Arr, I should. Uh. Yeah. You know what? I, part of me feels like you should 
maybe maybe that's true of billionaires, but it's such a it's such a new thought about billionaires that what really tickled me was the you know I just love Brett think like having the the hubris truly the audacity to think <laughs> that you are somehow the cause of the national chain shortage. It's very funny. I love it. It's like, oh God. Like whenever I see that sign, that's all I have to say. Whenever I see that sign, I think about those like five bowls of pennies I have and go, oh Mm -hmm. boy, you really done it this time, Brett. Oh, Brett, what about this for a justification? Oh, sorry. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was going to say, (laughs) awful. Terrible. <laughs> That's actually very impressive. I don't know how it synced up with you, but for me, we Perfect. spoke it the exact perfectly. same thing at the exact same time. Oh, I know. Laugh. Oh, sorry, no. Okay, you go. I was gonna say. Go ahead. Uh, what if the framework is that you don't understand why they don't feel bad because when during the chain shortage you felt so responsible for it that you still get to do the and then maybe you can do act outs for like why aren't billionaires like that. You know, <clears throat> that's fine. Yeah. Or maybe they are. But uh, that, I was also thinking it'd be funny if I'm just like, oh, maybe billionaires are also just procrastinators. Ah, there you go. That's fun. Yeah. Because then you could get they're just like, oh, the yes. Ah. Every time they see a riot on TV, they're like, ah, I got to <laughs> get that money back into the hands of the people. Dude, that, I would love it if you that's, could. That order is so funny to me. Because yeah. it, get, it gets all the laughs that I want out of that. And then it just, it tickles me to think that you're like, maybe you're giving billionaires the benefit of the doubt. That when they see just the absolute disaster. <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep like, because then that's a really, that's a really, that's a very real thought that I, I, I have changed on me all the time. As a matter of fact, uh, this is a, this a little side story. This phone case is the perfect width of a quarter, nickel, dime, whatever. So every time I pull it out of my pocket, it usually nabs a coin. Oh. And, takes it out. <laughs> and so I pull my phone out, I drop a coin. Pull my phone and drop. I'm like, fucking, this is so annoying. <laughs> my friends make fun of me. They're like, man, you just change. It's always coming out of you. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was going to say, if you can write this joke where you do every version that we talked about, because I do think that you... The evil villain billionaire mm. with your coins is funny. I think um, I think uh, billionaire who feels bad about hoarding his wealth every time he sees a food riot is funny. You mm. know, uh, could, you, could you be Smaug at any point? Just like Smaug. I, ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> these coins. <laughs> I actually have not seen uh, the Hobbit movies or read the Hobbit, so. Uh, the, the reference is lost on me. You can uh, like skip the, the it's you a can dragon. Skip the movies. It's a dragon. Read the book. Read the book. Gives a lot of coins. Gives a lot of coins. That's all I know. I only Sleeping saw the second one. On a mountain of treasure. They describe it. He keeps a lot of coins. He's got a massive coin collection. That's <laughs> uh, super funny. Um, yeah, because I, I identify with the, when I do start collecting change and collecting change just by accident, I'll always have the thought in my mind of like, I should just, just take a handful of change with you at some point, just so you can spend it. Or sometimes I'll even take it and then forget to spend it. So just the concept of like, I didn't take the quarters with me. It's like, it's great. When I was in college, I used to have a go-to joke, which was when I would pull stuff out of my pockets and change would fall out. And if I, one of my friends would go, I, I would go, ah, Jew. which i thought was like a harmless because it's just like that's not a stereotype that 
we just money just appears out of us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I was like, yeah, I gotta stop doing any kind of stereotype because yeah. it leads to harmful ones. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of um, you know billionaires like people they want to like like I want to get my change in order, you know. But like I gotta wrap it, I gotta do the things. So I just imagine them with like hundreds of dollars of bills. Like I, I oh God, I gotta wrap the hundreds. And I gotta, <laughs> it's all it's just loose, <laughs> loose hundreds everywhere. Ah, I would, but I gotta put it in the little. And then the briefcase, mm-hmm. I gotta put it in the briefcase. Or they have like just like the literal sacks of gold in their house. <laughs> it's like I gotta go to the bank and deposit <laughs> this so I can get it back in the circulation. Ooh, what would be the <laughs> coin so star funny. for billionaires? <laughs> i just imagine it just like they're like like shoving their cars in this thing i can't wait to find out how many sift. cars i have sift, sift diamonds then i could just send diamonds. everybody gift cards and <laughs> there's like different carrots of like uh <laughs> You get a Starbucks gift card that you l- buy literal Starbucks stores with, you know. <laughs> the diamond coin star, like put, like the rubies and sapphires, get like pushed out to the. No, oh, these aren't diamonds. Uh, uh, this is a Canadian <laughs> diamond. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Canadian that's really funny. Diamond. That's excellent. Oh, you want to hear? A, uh, this is a real joke that I've said several times to cashiers. When that little sign is there recently, this is like, there's a national change shortage. Do you have any change? And I go, lazy change. Doesn't want to get back to work. (laughs) (laughs) I've gotten laughs like two, two or three times. When I, uh, when I worked at Pizzeria Uno, we, we gave exact change with all of our checks in cash. Some restaurants, you just sort of like round up or round down. But that meant that we had to have a lot of coins just like in our little apron, you know, and that would accumulate. You just everyone you just have like this giant thing of coins. So every once in a while, I would just load up my pants with coins and take them home and wrap them and then bring them to the bank. But it was, you know, sporadic. And the days that I did, I would have just like a ton of change just in my pocket. And at least one time a homeless person came up to me and said, Hey man, do you have any change? And I was like, No. And he just heard me walk away. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, wow, that, 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 that knight in shining armor. <laughs> <laughs> probably has some other stuff to do today. That's funny. Hey, thanks for the uh, notes, guys. Great. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right. uh, Great and fits. now it's time for Lady Doodles. Yay, Yay Lady, she's gonna show us what she made with her hands on a digital representation of her jokes. It's Lady <laughs> time for art. <laughs> That's great. great That's incredible. All right. I go. love that now this is a shared responsibility of me improvising <laughs> the Lady song, <laughs> saying outro goes here, doing the Patreon pitch. It's mm-hmm. always different. I'm for it. I'm for it. All right. Here we go. First up, I have just the starting screen. Is this anything? The Moshi Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, First up, I have Steven Spielberg's Humans. Coming soon. Then I have Cornhole, Gator Hide and Seek. <laughs> How do we pick? It looks exactly <laughs> like the back of our hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and I have 
Mm, you dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And I've got, yes, this jacket is what the model <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's great. That took me so long to draw. That's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, you Thank did. you. Mm. Uh, then I have join the <laughs> I like how she's in a chair and not like outside. <laughs> this is to, like do military things. She's a model. <laughs> this is the future liberals want. <laughs> do you want our army just to be hot, sitting in a chair, no weapons? Yes, I do. <laughs> Uh, and then I've got the smog with the. Smog. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a three jars. Smog. Thank you. For, for like how recently we mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will but be how would you know, Brett? How would you know? Yeah, exactly. Brett, you don't even know what you're <laughs> talking about. Trailers. I just haven't watched the movie. So when I said smog, you're like, I couldn't even possibly. What? No, what I, I can't incorporate. Like, I wanted to tag it up. I wanted to be smog, oh, but I, I couldn't see. do any of the smog things. Mm-hmm. He was played Lady. by. Also, everything play. that Leedy does is amazing. <laughs> so it doesn't so, matter. I know that it's good. I know that it's really a good. <laughs> Thank you. I what I love <laughs> is that he has three jars of change. Yeah. He's not on a mountain of, of jars of change. Nope. Three jars. <laughs> and he's still guarding them. Like, very, yeah. It's great. Yeah, I thought that might be the way to go with that. I was going to make him on mountains of change. And then I was right. like, that's not the bit. That doesn't make any sense. So I love it. There might uh, be like $22 in there, which is nice. There not be any <laughs> hobbits trying to take my change. <laughs> uh, and then I have oh, the God. Monopoly card that Jarrett wanted. Community chess collection. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the one that he got. Chance, turn into <laughs> oh, that's There's great. him getting the sandwich and the girl's leg is being... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I like how I'm blown away by the girl's leg and the sandwich. Oh! <laughs> yeah, you really nailed those uh, Monopoly guy caricatures. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have... Chance oh. turn into a troll and go to jail. <laughs> that's great. So sad. Awesome. I think it's <laughs> and funny. That's... Well, yeah, whatever. I like how the Monopoly guy never loses his tux. Doesn't matter how much yeah. how, how in debt he is. <laughs> the guy's super broke. <laughs> he's staying at like a Motel 6 on Baltic Avenue and he's still got a top hat. <laughs> it's very strange. We used to watch, me and my high school friends used to watch a lot of old movie musicals. And it is it's remarkable how often a character is just like dressed to the nines, like like I'm plum broke. <laughs> you know? That's great. Excellent work. Lady Corbin, Thank where you. can they find you? You can find me on all the social medias under my name, just Lady Corbin and support me on Patreon, please. That'd be really nice. I'm going to be back on Twitch soon. Twitch uh, TV slash Lady Art. I forgot that plug. Nice. Well. We should all get back on Twitch soon. Let's, uh, we yeah, should all priority. get back on Twitch. <laughs> Once uh, I'm back from tour, that's definitely a big part of the, the plan. Excellent. Excellent. I love that. Yeah. You ever watched the show oh, Doug? The oh, I loved Doug. Doug when I was a kid. Um, you made me think of about the about the rich thing. There was this uh, moment in, in Doug when there was BB Bluff. 
I just think that they used their side characters really well, and they were actually mm. kind of like weirdly fleshed out for a children's cartoon show about a guy named Doug. Because mm-hmm. one of his friends was B.B. Bluff, who's uh, short for B.B. Bluffington. The town's name is Bluffington. Her father is the mayor and, I guess, heir of the Bluffington <laughs> fortune. It's a funny <laughs> concept. So she's very rich. And that just that like plays into the, the concept of the show. She's like popular and she's rich. And when there are parties at her house, they're, they're spectacular and whatever. And there was a line when, you know, they come into the the hunker burger and they're eating and they're just like, oh man, I'm broke. And BB's like, broke? What is broke? <laughs> and then they're like, we'll explain it to you on the way, BB. And it's like, they're all just friends. So they like each other. And, and Chalky is like also wealthy and just classic, like, oh, he's the captain of the football team. He's wealthy. He's a good student, that kind of guy, you know, like he's nice, but he's just got it. Like his, that little, little bit of a silver spoon situation too. And then there's Connie, who's like a little, chunky like he's a little overweight and that like comes into play it's not just like a, a drawing choice like there's an episode where that gets dealt with a little bit and she's not as like attractive or popular as other girls and i just thought that was like that's pretty cool that they hmm. incorporated all these little things and made these characters more fleshed out uh i would like to share a doug memory as well if mm-hmm. i may uh, uh, should, we should make this a Patreon episode. We should make oh, this, yeah. episode. this many Doug, <laughs> Who doesn't have a Doug story? <laughs> I think, if I remember correctly, there was an episode of Doug where it's very like anti-capitalist. He starts like a lawnmower business. Like he's mowing a lawn. He gets a friend to mow the lawn, and he ends up being like the CEO of this lawn cutting business. And he's like barely paying his friends anything. They're all doing the work. And he's just like raking it in. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode, he realizes that what he did was wrong. And first of all, like. This episode probably was part of my radicalization, just like watching this and it got like ingrained into my brain. Like, oh, yeah, that is a bad thing to do. Yeah, totally. But also, too, so at the end of the episode, he decides he's going to take all the profits and do something nice for his friends that helped him out. And he's apologized and everything. And what he does is he goes, so I'm really sorry, guys. So here's he was like trying to save up for a skateboard. So he wanted he's like, I want to show you guys what I got with the money. And they're like, we know you got a skateboard. And he opens it up and it's tickets to an amusement park. And the name of the amusement park is said by one of the characters who goes, oh, tickets to Funky Town, <laughs> which, as far as I know, was not like pre-established as like right. a great thing, as like a great <laughs> theme park that they could go to. Like, oh, man, right. I wish we could go to Funky Town the way that like Ren and Stimpy was like an established thing of The Simpsons. It just decided we're going to invent a theme park Itchy and we're and just going to. Was it? Was it? Itchy and scratchy. What did I say? Ren and Simpy? Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. I had a real moment of like, were those connected? Was there a Ren? Did I miss a Ren and Stimpy? Did Ren and Stimpy come from the Simpsons? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. It's so ma- It's so easy to make Brett insane. Like, you know, like, Go back. So easy. Watch the footage because, yeah, I was like, that's yeah. not right. But <laughs> you, you know about. So I saw uh, Rob's. Th- Rob say that. I was like, okay, okay. I'm not crazy. You can watch you know my face the, go through uh, all those emotions, too. I'm like. <laughs> you know about the uh the blueberries or strawberries story right rob uh maybe, maybe do no, i know about maybe, this maybe I don't. you do yeah yeah this was the second tour that we did together this is where i came up with my with my theory that it'd be really easy to to institutionalize brett because <laughs> it's so easy to make him go insane is we we got breakfast somewhere and steve was handing out everybody's food to us and he's like, all right, whole wheat toast and an egg for Jarrett. And uh, I got waffles for Brett. And uh, and he hands him a cup and he goes, and the blueberries are strawberries. That's what Brett heard. <laughs> but 
what he said was something like blueberries and strawberries, but <laughs> Brett heard him say blueberries are strawberries. And Brett just lost, completely lost his mind. He's like, what do you mean the blueberries are strawberries? What the hell does that even mean? The blueberries are strawberries? What the, what the hell, man? <laughs> I don't remember this at all. You don't remember Blacked all of fondest tour memories. That was the second the day. We just did Philadelphia and we were on our way to Pittsburgh or something. Um, wait, this was this is a while ago though, not the yeah, most yeah, recent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I must have been oh, this was yeah, this was like the eight month where Rob did Rob did the first part of or like the second part of the tour and then Jared you joined I think towards the end hmm. uh it was the first like long tour I've been on and I was I would go crazy over Completely something like that monkey, <laughs> yeah. monkey, not, not sleep at all the shows were very very miss uh mm-hmm. and occasionally a hit and then mm-hmm. bad hotels sharing rooms with everybody and yeah it was just woof. Not Damn. a lot of sleep at all. <laughs> the blueberries are strawberries. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I was probably, probably already mad at Steve for something else. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean blueberries are strawberries? <laughs> it was such a great meltdown. It was a delay. <laughs> all right. Well, Rob's got to run. So. Ah, too bad. Outro right. goes here. Outro goes here. Bye, guys. Let me talk to you soon. Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved, like an episode, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ITAPod. We have a ton of awesome exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.